Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about 1987's RoboCop, the new 4K version. There have been many people way smarter than me that have devoted hours and days worth of material of breaking this movie down and talking about its importance and rewatching it now. You just get a whole different thing out of it. In 1987, I was still in college. Um, movies were changing my young brain. I was watching a lot of foreign films. I was getting into the edgier films that were coming out. There were a lot of sex and violence on the screen back then. There really isn't as much these days. I mean, granted, John Wick and Deadpool and stuff, but um, we've really gotten away from the sex and cinema kind of stuff. But anyway, um, so this movie instantly became a cult classic with me and my friends because of the violence, nudity, uh, action, all of it. Paul Verhoeven would kind of mine the same kind of style uh, later in Starship Troopers, which I think is also excellent. With RoboCop and Starship Troopers, he used newsreels or news broadcasts as kind of framing devices for the story. Kind of divides Starship Troopers up into chapters, if you really pay attention. Um, but this cutting into the news footage, which, by the way, on the 4K, the news footage looks terrible and everything else looks great, but that's intentional. It looked like a TV broadcast, right? Um, it's basically setting the tone of what's going on in the world of RoboCop, why things have led to the creation of such a thing. So anyway, like I said, many people have, have pulled the movie apart. I get more out of it every time I watch it. I think it's a great film. This new Arrow 4K release, which hit stores on Tuesday, mine arrived on Saturday early, which is very, very rare. You basically get two 4Ks. Um, both chock full of extras. One is the director's cut and one is the theatrical cut. When the movie first came out, the cuts were made to avoid it getting an NC-17 rating. These are very, I mean, both movies are the same length. So really, they've just kind of cut away from a scene or reinserted a different scene so there's not as much. Um, scenes where his hand gets blown off, when somebody gets shot in the head, um, there's a scene where somebody gets shot and there's a lot of meat that comes out, kind of thing, a lot of gore that comes out, and that, that's toned down in the theatrical version. There's a few scenes like that. It's, it's not a major deal, but it does kind of, you know, soften the, the presentation, and part of it is supposed to be shocking, some of the stuff. Um, there was a lot of talk back in the 80s about violence for violence sake and stuff like that, but no, I... I Verhoeven was criticized at the time, but you look back, he had a point for all the gore in these movies. They, it actually, you know, he was making a pretty strong statement about war, anti-war, whatever. Or in, in this instance, how the cops were treated by the bad guys and that kind of thing. RoboCop stands up. I'm not a big fan of the sequels. Um, I, I saw somebody the other day defending them, saying the second one was okay and the third one really wasn't terrible. I don't know. I haven't gone back and rewatched them because I remember being disappointed with them when they came out, and I, I haven't revisited them at all. But the first one, still to this day. And I remember seeing it multiple times in 1987. You did that back in the day. Um, and I sat way too close one time. 
It was one of the first times in my life I really remembered how grainy film looks up when you get too close. I mean, if you walk up to the, your local theater now when a movie is showing and you get really close to it, you, you realize how blurry and it doesn't really look great up close. Um, but back from a distance, you know, our eyes kind of fill in the gaps and it, look, and it looks great, looks sharp. And a lot of our theatrical projectors these days are basically 4K projectors. They're, they're very nice theaters are 8K, but most of them are 4K, and that's basically what you can get in your home. So imagine projecting that on a much bigger screen, but you're watching it from a greater distance at, anyway. So I remember sitting on the third row on a, on a sold-out showing of RoboCop and, and just looking up and, oh, wow, look at all that grain dancing around, how grainy the film looked. And that's kind of how it stayed in my memory. I remember when Blu-rays came out, um, I had the Criterion Collection DVD of RoboCop, and at the time, that was the only way to get the unrated version, and it had some video essays and some pretty cool stuff on it. When it came out on Blu-ray, MGM had the rights, and they released it on Blu-ray, which I skipped because I heard terrible things about it, and then they did a remastered Blu-ray, and I picked that up, and it really didn't look too terrible, Um, and I think you did get the unrated version on that, but... I've watched the movie so many times, I wasn't excited to watch it. I think that Blu-ray set in my collection. I don't know when the last time I watched it was. So Arrow is a boutique movie label that really restores movies. They go back to the, they're almost criterion collection level of restoration of these classic films. And they they recently did American Werewolf in London, which I reviewed, and I thought it was great. Same thing here. They've done an amazing job. This has always been a grainy movie. It will always be a grainy movie. If you're a grain hater, then you're going to hate this movie. But the grain looks the best on this version that I've ever seen. I've only watched the unrated version. I haven't watched the theatrical yet. But I did watch some of the extras, and some of the newer extras are in 4K, which is great. The HDR makes a difference with things like blood. Um, headlights. I mean, this is not going to look like a brand new movie. You're not going to get specular highlights off lightsabers from a new Star Wars movie or anything like that. But for an older movie, it looks great. I mean, they've cleaned it up. Um, It looks very steady. I remember the Orion logo at the beginning always looked jittery. It doesn't anymore. And like I said, when the movie opens up, it opens up with kind of some stock footage of Detroit, which looks mediocre and i was like oh here we go then they cut to the tv footage which looks horrible and then they cut to actual footage shot for the movie with the police station where they're going to zoom in and see what's going on in the police station and all of a sudden it looks great so (laughs) don't be worried when you see the first couple of scenes in robocop they're using stock footage and they're doing some distressed footage for the tv broadcast the rest of the movie looks as good as any of the classic movies i own it's not quite 2001 level of spectacularness, but 2001 was also, you know, restored to 70 millimeter and looks amazing. But for RoboCop, this is the best it's ever looked. A lot of people are asking me about the surround sound mix. Um, there's been good and bad mixes of this movie over the years. And I would say much like the recent uh, Indiana Jones 4K mixes, it sounds good for an older movie. I flip back and forth between the regular 5.1 and the 2.0, and it does open up greatly. The the Atmos mix is is quite quite spectacular, actually. But as you listen to the movie, you know, you've probably seen it a hundred times like I have, and you're used to the way things sound, and it still does sound that way, just things are bigger. The soundstage is broader. Um, It's a little more transparent, and it's pretty loud, actually, for an older movie. They really tried to make this sound like a 2022 movie, and they came pretty close. 
it sounds great. Some of the music, you know, it wasn't recorded as well as some of our stuff is today. So it, it just doesn't have the same depth like the orchestra stuff. But overall, it's the best the movie has ever sounded. Best the movie's ever looked. I'm thrilled. I started going through the extras. They're pretty... I got to say this about the extras. Um, I watched one with Karen Allen. Um, she's the female lead in the first movie. I like the way it was put together. I watch a lot of these behind the scenes or making of, and they interview people, and they'll show part of the interview, and then they'll show a long scene from the movie, and then they'll show an interview, and then they'll show a long scene from a movie. In this one, they'll do the interview, and then they'll show the scene in the movie while she's talking over it. And it doesn't feel like they're padding out this long. I mean, because they do spend like a half an hour with her or whatever. Um, but that feels better to me than actually breaking up the interview like they do to make it longer. Um, they show some scenes, but it's not like we need to see her. You know, we need to hear it. They they turn down the volume and you hear her speaking over it. I think that's great. Uh, I know that's the difference in the producers and directors of the uh, extra content, but I much prefer... Um, these well-curated extras than some of the ones that are slapped together for some of the big Hollywood movies. Arrow does a good job releasing movies. Um, some of their special editions are a bit pricey, but man, they've been knocking it out of the park for the last year or two with things like Flash Gordon and Donnie Darko, and uh, they just released um, Kenneth Branagh's Frankenstein, which I want to pick up because that, that's a pretty decent version of Frankenstein. It should look great in 4K. But they made RoboCop look and sound better than it ever has. You get all the options there and just about every extra that's ever been produced for it. So it's definitely worth it. There's a limited edition and a limited edition steelbook. They both have the same content. I think the non-steelbook also has uh, some postcards and posters and stuff like that. Steelbook comes with, a, I think, a 41-page, 42-page booklet, um, pretty much essays and a few behind-the-scenes pictures. All in all, the Arrow release is, is way, way great if you're a fan of the film. If you have the setup to do it with Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos, then it's a no-brainer to pick up if you like RoboCop. I gets my highest recommendations and it'll wind up uh, on one of my top releases of the year. RoboCop 4K just came out this week. Pick it up if you're a fan. It's definitely worth it. But temper your expectations. It's not going to look like Spider-Man No Way Home which will probably be my next podcast because that steel book also came in. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast. Please listen to the other ones. There are over 400 of them. Like, share, subscribe, and check out the Patreon too. There's some exclusive content going on there with my uh, deeply disturbed followers. Thank you and have a great day.